When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeez, there were scenes in this studio in the ad break. I actually fell off my chair. Uh, I've just climbed back in. Uh, $8, Michael, stay in the place Saturday night. Uh, wow, enough to knock me off my chair. I thought he'd be about a three fifty chance. Rick Cashman joins us. Rick, how are you, mate? Whereabouts are you today? Um, just down at the Cranburn Complex. Uh, just put a horse out in the paddock, about to hook the car and float on, go pick up a mare and foal. Marin Foal. Is that Marin Foal, Narry Rose? Uh, yes. Yep. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. What a mare. We'll start off with her, I suppose, seeing you lead us that way. You got her off Arthur Fullwood. She was out of a brilliant mare called Nyanji uh, by Art Major from memory. I didn't write that bit down, but uh, you couldn't have better picked a better mare to breed from. Uh, yeah, no, 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 very generous of Arthur. I used to go down there when I was working full-time, go down lunchtime, do a little bit of track work for Arthur, and um, I never took, took any money off him. Um, and after a while, he said, look, I've got this mare I'm not going to breed from. Well, she had a couple of foals. Hmm. Um, I don't want her anymore. And so he, he you know, sent her my way. So I happily took her for nothing. <laughs> so many things have to happen for a horse to come along, like my Uncle Stan, and... Uh, just the story, it's been well told over the years of you getting into harness racing from no background in what doesn't seem that long ago, Rick, but your first runner was a long time ago when Modern Saint went around at Yarra Valley all those years ago. Yes, it seems a, it seems a long time since I did the course at Warrigal and, um, and um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a long haul now, but good times couple of good little horses along the way, Dan Man and Dan's bro, who were, what would you call them, just, just turnover sort of horses. One won, what, uh, 12 races and the other one won seven? Yeah, no, they were yeah, both really nice horses for me uh, to learn on. Dan's bro was probably a bit better than his show. Just never quite worked out what was wrong. He certainly looked very promising early, but um, never could find what the reason why. He just never went on. But, yeah, both really nice horses now. He did. That two uh, income you start with, they're going to win 12 and 7, especially nowadays, you take them straight away. Yeah, 100%. And then your first foal out of Nary Rose was Dancing with Flo, and she showed a lot of promise, but she's just one of those. There's some horses uh, the rating system really suits, and others get up in the rating system, and it hasn't appeared to have done them favours. And she's amongst that very small group that just doesn't appear like it did her any favours, and she's had it pretty difficult. She's only won three races, which is shocking when yeah. you think of the ability she's got. Yeah, just got caught in that no man's ranch. She mm. run 15 fourths and fifths. So there's 15 points where well, you don't earn any real prize money and you don't um, mm. and you don't drop any points. Um, for a mare that hasn't won for 43 starts, in the end, she's just sitting home in the paddock now and i just got to decide whether I give her one more go or brood from her. And I'm probably more leading towards just brooding from her. Was there meaning to that name, Dancing with Flo? Uh, look, they're all, uh, my girls all name the, the stable name after um, deceased family members. So if you want to have a horse named after, you've got to be dead. 
and it's my uh, wife's grandmother, Flo, and yeah. the dancing part just because of uh, rock and roll dance. Ah, oh, yes. And then, so my uncle Stan, the story with my uncle Stan? Um, uh, my uncle Stan is uh, named after a fella named Stan Kite, who was my grandmother's brother, who was a leading jockey in South Australia uh, way back in the 30s. He died in a race fall at Morfordville in 1938 on Melbourne Cup Day. And um, growing up, Mum always talked about my Uncle Stan. So um, his stable name's Stan, and um, and his race name is my Uncle Stan. And, you know, you know, the good result of all that is he did have a three-week-old son when he died. And um, so I've been able to reach out to both him and his his son, who, um, who both live in South Australia, who follow the progress very closely of my Uncle Stan. They're not coming over, Stan or Gary. They're not coming over, are they? Uh, no, no, they're not. They're not coming over. Um, but they will be watching and certainly, certainly cheering on. I think old uh, uh, Stan Kite Junior. Um, he'd be well into his eighties now, so I don't think he'd be making the trip over. Yeah, fair enough. So, take us through his career. He had a couple of starts as a two-year-old, and then. Hit the homegrown, it was a funny old final, the homegrown, and I think he might have learned and matured out of that, though. Yeah, look, he, he's always... He showed a fair bit of ability toward the end of his two-year-old season, but he just ended up being a quirky horse where he would... One of those horses that would or bowl around lap after lap and then on the fourth or fifth lap see something that either was there four laps till it was never there. And just shy, and um, even in a trial, there's a great photo of Stan and Mick Bellman in a trial at Cranbourne with both Stan and Mick Bellman halfway over the outside fence. Yeah, um, um, when he pooped himself and um, and uh, galloped wildly. Um, I think um, Mick uh, is generally a pretty unflappable sort of fella, but yeah. to say, his pants, he pooped his pants this day. So, uh, but. In fact, he had to come in um, and hop on a, another horse of mine, unraced horse, and um, take it out for a trial. And he came in and said, "This thing's no bloody good." It was that flat. Um, it was that um, in bit of a um, problem, Mick. And um, our horse came out one first up four weeks later. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. So who who started that first? Was it Rosanna Rebel that started that first, or was it my uncle Stan, or is, did the two of them just get together, get their heads together in the paddock and? Uh, say, no, nah, we're not, <laughs> we're going to do some strange things in our races oh, or our trials. The, the, the three of them, have you met Ted, my Uncle Stan and uh, Rosanna Raider, uh, Rosanna Rebel, all grew up in the paddock together. So um, <laughs> I think the other two are a bit more sensible. Um, old Stanley's just taking a while to come in, but it's just loose in the background, don't worry. I think he's completely gone out of his uh, repertoire. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's amazing with Have You Met Ted being first emergency, one inside you on Saturday. Uh, how many times has Matty Martin asked you, how's Stan? Is he all right? Is he gonna? Is he going to be fine for Saturday night? He's not like asking uh, yeah, over and over. Yeah. No, 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 no. Matty's a very good mate of mine. So uh, hopefully he does get a run. Just um, hopefully they're not at my expense. So uh which certainly won't be the case the way uh, Stanley's feeling at the moment anyway. There, there's a video of you after he won at Yarra Valley, I reckon, uh, earlier in the year, and you make some bold statements. Oh, I'm going to give him a spell and he'll strengthen up a bit and I'll run him through the Vic Bread Series and the Breeders' Crown Series. And at that point of time, probably well, I would have said, yeah, that's um, that's bold and it's, uh, it's hopeful, I suppose. Well... 
uh, it's aged really well, that video, Rick, because he was terrific through the Vic Bread series. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's never short of a bold statement, I am. Um, uh, he, he, look, he showed a bit. He showed some ability early, and, um, you know, I've got Noel and Jane in my corner at Cranmer, as well as a, as a good group of mates in our shed, and they all thought he had some ability. So, um, mm. you know, you, you set him for the series, and, uh, you know, luck's in the draw, luck's in the run. Um, determine how far you get, and um, and yeah, I'm fortunate to make the final of the Vic Bread and again make the final of the Brooders Crown. How important's that having the other trainers to work with? I know with not much of a background, that would have been important, but there'd be more to it just even personally, wouldn't it? When you go instead of going out to your own paddock, getting your horse, walking it in, going out, working it, talking to yourself all morning, and then going home going down to Cranbourne and having that camaraderie and all the shenanigans that would go on behind the scenes amongst different groups of people, etc. It must be so much better, if that makes sense. Oh, uh, look, it is because, A, you've got plenty of horses you can work with. Yeah. And, B, you've got plenty of ideas and thoughts you can bounce off other people. Seems a lot easier to try and fix another horse's problem than fix your own. Yeah, um, yeah. And and uh, you know and you know I've got Noel in the background always offering advice, which is appreciated. And Jane, who doesn't say a lot, but when I do ask her, she's always very um, yeah. very helpful to me. So um, so yeah, but it's a it's a, uh, a it's a terrific place to be. Um, and we all sit down for an hour or so uh, for a coffee about mid-morning, which just drags on and on as the stories normally by Noel uh, have us all in stitches. So uh, good fun. <laughs> and uh, never let the truth get in the way of a good story, as uh, Chopper Reed once said. Um, <laughs> now, Very true. the final... Eight dollars the place, my uncle Stan. Now you may tell me you got aspirations to win this race, and I suppose you always do in every race you go into. But on the assumption that have you met Ted doesn't get a run, and he he sits potentially three back to pegs, Oliver Dan, Little Louie, I think you're a wonderful place chance on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I think I am as a realist in terms of um, the way the draws have um, fallen. Um, in terms of Oliver Dan, perfect class. Um, uh, little Louie, you know, he's quick out. So if he can stand up behind the leader, which is what I'd be trying to do if I was in his position, um, well, that puts us three back to the inside. If Heavy Met Ted doesn't get a start, well, that's, that gives a chance to, if in a freakish world, um, to potentially challenge, but more realistically, to um, at least battle out for some minor prize money, wherever that falls. Pretty big achievement still, isn't it, for you, Rick, even if you finish oh, third, fourth no, or fifth? No, look, yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, to to take on the big guns uh, um, in a final, whether it be Vic Bread or Brutus Crown, when you've only got two or three horses in your stable. Um, yeah, and that's, as I say, there's more pressure. There was more pressure when we won a cramp and we were a dollar thirty-five favourite yeah. um, three runs ago than what there is on Saturday night because there is no great expectation. Um, so uh, you still dream, but just look forward to the horse getting around well and finishing as close as he can. And it's that bit more special, isn't it? It's not a horse you went to New Zealand and paid a hundred thousand dollars for. It's a horse that Arthur's given you for the time you gave to him. So there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of karma coming back here, I think. 
Yeah, absolutely. The, the old saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get, is mm. very true in harness racing. So, um, yeah, and and to go to Sweet Lou as a first-year sire, I really can't afford him now again. So, um, yeah. you know, we got lucky there as well. So, yeah, yeah certainly. Looking forward to Saturday night. Just quickly, mate, out of Cranbourne, there's a horse in tonight for a new trainer, Charlie Wooten, Yering Soho. Uh, can you tell us anything about the about the, the trainer, Charlie? I, I, he did train once before, I think. And anything uh, about the horse? Very, well, very understated man is uh, Charlie. Um, I like to think I'm a good mate of Charlie's. Um, <laughs> and people don't realise how good a horseman he is. Um, both him and Viv Tomron had horses run right through um, the Big Bread, Brutus Crown, Hunter Cups, um, into Dominions, and you wouldn't know it talking to Charlie, um, but he's got this horse, and he's actually going all right, this horse. You know, the the 1,150-metre dash at, um, at Geelong the night, we'll all be watching on very, very closely, hoping that... Um, you know, the horse can finish um, you know, close to um, close to the finish there. So, yeah, looking forward to watching that one. Yeah, so you've invested. Is that what you're telling us? Uh, no, no, not yet. I, was, I, I haven't seen the object. $4.60. Well, I ran my, my eye down all the... Um, the 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 last place in the form for each of these horses for <laughs> yeah. their last start and um, very hard to put a form through it so it could easily be four fifty five dollars the whole field here and uh, you wouldn't know so uh, hopefully for Charlie's sake and his owner's sake um, the horse can uh, yeah, can be bigger in the finish because he's, he's a, actually not going too bad his owner's got plenty he doesn't need it uh, Rick <laughs> thank you so much for joining us mate. Uh, Genuinely, best of luck on Saturday night. And at $8, I think it's a great each-way play for those having a little bet. Like Big Fella, I think it'd be well worth having a little nibble on uh, my Uncle Stan. It's a great story. It's a beautifully named horse. And it'd be fitting if somehow in, in the world that uh, he got up the sprint lane and happened to knock off the big guns. Best of luck Saturday night. Cheers, mate. I wouldn't, certainly wouldn't be complaining if that happened. <laughs>